Heading into the weekend, I'm sure everyone's fantasy baseball team could use a little pick-me-up. So lock on in as Matt and I provide some of the best must-add waiver wire players on today's action-packed episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, fantasy baseball fanatics, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by the Locked On Sports Network, your team every day. As always, we're your number one source of fantasy baseball knowledge, and thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. I'm your host, Dominic Martino, here as always with my brother, my co-host, my partner in crime, Matthew Ane. Yeah, it was good. You can find us on all social media platforms and podcasting apps. Just search for Locked On Fantasy Baseball and we'll be there. If you listen on a platform like Apple or Spotify that allows five-star ratings and reviews, uh, you know, if you're an everydayer or a new listener, we appreciate it. If you could do that for us, it goes a long way to help the outreach of the podcast. Also, if you're watching on YouTube, you just hit that little bell below and uh, subscribe to the channel. Also gives you a notification that every time we drop a new episode. And once again, if you're on YouTube, be sure to like and comment because we love to talk fantasy baseball with you. This episode is brought to you by the Game Time Ticket Purchasing App, the easiest and least stressful way to buy tickets for all your favorite sports teams, comedians, and musical artists. Download the Game Time app now. And guys, before we get into today's episode, which is going to feature some of the best must-add waiver wire players heading into this weekend, I need to say happy Fernando Tatis Jr. Day. I got the throwback little Dominican League Fernando Tatis uh, jersey on. And as you guys are listening to this, he's already played. Hopefully, he's hit a home run or two. But as we're recording this, it is still Thursday night. So it is technically still uh, happy Fernando Tatis uh, Day here for us. But, Matt, uh, you know, uh, we got the, we let's get this thing on the road and talk about some of the best waiver wire ads heading into this weekend. Sounds good. All right. We'll talk about my favorite, I guess. Um, you know, even though Dom scooped them up behind right, right out from under me. <laughs> Little son of a gun, um, family friendly. Yeah, with all the with all the injuries that are going on, man, you just you need to go with the talent. I hear you. I hear you. And I mean, I'm going to stop teasing it now, and I'm going to just put it out there. Mike Soroka. Um, anybody who um, who has paid attention to the Braves, um, the Braves, little, 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 <laughs> the Braves um, rotation in the last couple of years, everybody starts talking about Soroka. Um, and the reason for it is because, honestly, he has so much upside. When he was pitching in the bigs before he tore his Achilles twice, made it explode, um, he was incredible. Um, the last time he pitched a full season was uh, 20 – well, 2020 don't even count because uh, – sorry, that was the year he did hurt himself. Um, so let me bring that back. 2019. 2019, and it was incredible. It was 174 innings pitched. It was 142 strikeouts. It was a 2.68 ERA, and it was a 1.11 WHIP. Now that was the first time he saw in the in the majors over 25 because the season before that he only had 25 innings total total pitch in for the season. So he just went in, got the full workload, was able to handle it, didn't get hurt 
played a full season and really wrecked it. I really thought he was going to take a step forward. And then unfortunately he was met with unfortunate circumstances where his Achilles just decided to blow up like uh, <laughs> stepping on an IED, unfortunately. <laughs> so essentially Soroka just has so much upside. The fact of the matter is he's probably a forgotten name due to the fact that we, he hasn't pitched in two years and you know, we don't know what he's doing, but he did have a great rehab start the other day where he, um, I think it was what he fanned six, six K's, I believe. Something like that. Something like that. Had a really great outing. Started looking like himself. So I really think Soroka is one of these guys that you probably want to stash because he's most likely going to get a call in the near future. I can't say if it's going to be now or you know next week. Something along those lines. All, all honest, honestly, all you need is Eldridge to have a bad start, and they're going to be like, all right, let's bring up the guy we truly tr- uh, trust the most, and that's Mike Soroka. Yeah, it's either Elder gets hurt or, you know, uh, 47-year-old Charlie Morton decides that, you know, he's uh, done there too. And uh, then I think Soroka's in line to get called. But I wouldn't even be shocked with all the pitcher injuries and stuff, you know, if they go to a six-man. Because let's talk about what Soroka's doing so far in his minor league uh, assignment. He's made three starts down there. That is Soroka. 1-3-2 ERA, 13 innings, 13 strikeouts, and a 109 whip. So he looks back to his old Mike Soroka form. And I think he just really just, you know, takes the, you know, takes the ball and rolls with it here. He's 23% owned on Yahoo. He's a stash right now. You know, it's not a, it's not a guarantee he's coming up anytime soon. But I think this is the time you go out there and grab him after he's made three rehab starts. You know, as Matt mentioned, that last one was uh, pretty good there. All three have been pretty solid. You know, the Braves might handle him a kid gloves. He might only get five innings here and there to start off the season. He might only throw 150 innings this year, to be honest with you. But with all of the pitcher injuries that have been going on, and, you know, I know a lot of waiver riders are looking really tapped right now. Michael Soroka's 23% owned on Yahoo. You can still get out, go out there and grab him in most Yahoo leagues. Let's move on to another guy that actually pitched the other day, a little young buck action here. Uh, it's Mason Miller of the Oakland Athletics. Now, the thing is with Mason Miller, he wasn't really super highly touted prospect, but I know he was, uh, you know, he took the Arizona Fall League by storm. He was out there throwing, you know, 102 miles an hour, and everyone's like, oh, who's this guy? And, you know, he was dominant down in the minor leagues before he got the call, a couple of, you know, double-digit strikeout games. And he went out there against the Cubs. I actually was able to watch a little bit of the start. He gave up two runs. He struck out five. He went 4.1 innings, and he had a 1-1-5 whip in that game. But he looked really, really good. I think he had some jitters, you know, coming into the big leagues and, you know, dealing with, the, you know, the big league backs. There was There's a lot of vets in that Cubs lineup. I think they actually could have left him out there. You know, he, he left the game with a runner on first and third. I think there was an out or two. I think he really would have, you know, got it done. I, I, I truly believe that. And, you know, he's lined up. His next couple of starts are, are pretty good. He gets the Angels, and then I think he gets the White Sox. Angels might be a little bit tougher, but the White Sox haven't been, you know, absolutely, you know, haven't been that good so far this year. So I'm trusting Mason Miller. He's 33% owned. Once again, the guy was hitting out there, hitting 102 on the radar gun. Oakland's a good park to pitch in. Uh, he he might be my favorite pitcher out of all the guys that we're talking about to, to add for this uh, weekend or to add for, you know, to next week. Yeah, absolutely. I mean – uh, you know, I don't know like too much about this kid because he's kind of come out of nowhere in all honesty. Um, but what I will say is I do like what he's bringing to the table right now. So, I, I mean, I guess that's the best take I can kind of give on the kid due to the fact that he's just, you know, perf- comes up and just performs right away. So that's really just my take on Mr. Miller here. 
And before we go just on, real with, quick, he uh, did have two starts, eight eight innings in the minors, nineteen strikeouts, and a an 2 whip. That kind of gives you a little bit of how dominant he was down there before he got the call. Yeah. And before we move on and give you the rest of the names, you probably should add before the weekend starts for your weekend starts and um, all that wonderful stuff. We have great sponsor here today, and that's um, a ticketing app called Game Time. You ever tried to buy tickets for your favorite artist, sports team, and wound up being stressed out of how much of a hassle it can be? Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. That should, uh, that's why you should uh, check out the app Game Time. Game Time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all your sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guaranteed, you can, you can stop stressing over tickets and start getting hype about all your all your fun events ahead of you. Using Game Time app, it's super rewarding with flash deals like last minute tickets, easy to find uh, and buy tickets from all every kind of um, event in your area. Images of where you're actually going to sit, which is pretty cool, so you get to see where you're sitting in the theater or stadium. Lowest price guaranteed, and even cancellation protection, which is super big. Um, I mean, there's no reason. I mean, there is a reason why it's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country. Um, download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Locked On MLB to get twenty dollars off your first purchase, which is solid. So, terms and conditions may apply. Again, create an account and use the code Locked On MLB for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute ticket apps, lowest prices guaranteed. Um, also, we want to thank our everydayers and new listeners for making Locked On Fantasy Baseball your first listen each and every day. Um, be sure to look out for, for our episode for, uh, for Monday. We do studs and duds and really go over who's really pooping in their big boy pants and who's taking it to the next level. So, you know, make sure to check out that. All right. So let's talk about our next guy here. Um, it's funny. We were actually a little slow today. Um, probably <laughs> coming back from Atlanta. Uh, if you guys haven't noticed, I haven't been at my home office. So here we go. Well, let's talk about Mr. Eric Lauer um, of the uh, Milwaukee Brewers. So he's actually had a decent season. He only had, had one bad start, and it was against St. Louis, to be expected. You know, where he gave a bunch of runs. He had a 13-5 ERA. Um, but then he comes out against San Diego in his next start, and then Seattle. Both those games, he had very nice stats. Against San Diego, he got the win, 5Ks, a 1-5 ERA with a 1-1-7 whip. Um, and then against Seattle, he got the win again, 4Ks, a 2-3-5 ERA with a .65 whip. Um, went 7 against Seattle, 6 against San Diego. He's now probably going to come up against um, Boston um, at the end of the week. If not Monday, he's going to have a nice start. So what I think, I think is Detroit. I think oh, he's the, lined up against Detroit for next week. Even better than Boston. So you know Detroit is absolutely struggling. I'm all about that. Eric Lauer. I was. We were touting preseason how much I like this kid. I think that he's going to just provide you with that low ERA, get you a couple strikeouts, almost a K for nine, and be able to you know just keep your keep the numbers down, slipping a win here and there. So Eric Lauer is definitely a great waiver wire ad. Yeah, Matt, you covered Lauer pretty much perfectly. I'm just going to chime in and say that he was very, very solid the last two years in terms of uh, a 3.69 ERA in 2022, a 3.19 in 2021. The whip is a little bit questionable, you know, just about that strikeout per nine, as you mentioned, but he's definitely a good add. And Eric Lauer is only 24% owned on Yahoo. With that Detroit star coming up next week, he's definitely somebody you should look into adding. Let's move on to our next guy here, and that is Mr. Erod himself, Mr. Eduardo Rodriguez. 
And he's actually been, you know, like pretty decent so far this year. Not He's not blowing you away, but, you know, pretty, pretty solid. Uh, so far in the year, you know, he's actually the numbers are not as better than I thought. A three ERA, 104 whip, 24 innings, 19 Ks. And in that last start is where he really took things to the next level. Mr. Erod went out there, eight innings against the Guardians, 10 Ks, no runs, 05 whip. He does go against Milwaukee in his next start, which is a little bit of a tougher matchup, but he's very widely available, only 17% owned on Yahoo. If you're in an AL only league or you're in a deeper 15 man league, he's probably still out there floating around on your waiver wire. Definitely should look into adding him. He was banged up, you know, uh, I, I believe it was last year. Let me double check that. Was it last year? Or was it two years ago that he was like pretty last year? Up? Yeah, it was last year. Where he was pretty banged up. He only made 17 starts. But, you know, on his career, he's a 4-1-2 ERA guy. He's well over a strikeout per nine. He's going to hurt you in the whip department usually, not very good in whip. He's more of a deep league ad or, you know, um, kind of juice the orange situation. If he has a good matchup, you know, you keep his name in mind because he's, uh, you know, decent. But uh, with Erod there, once again, 17% owned on Yahoo, deeper league ad. Check him out if you need him. Yeah, I mean, here's my thing about him. His, his He had two good starts and two bad starts. Let's put it this way. And his two bad starts were against Tampa Bay and Houston. His two good starts was one, Toronto, which is nice, six innings and three Ks, one five ERA. And then Cleveland, which is a pretty good team, um, gave up no runs with 10 Ks. It's nice. With him going up against uh, Milwaukee, there's about a 50% chance he either may pan out or not. So just keep your head up, uh, keep your eyes out, and just see if it's going to be worth going into starting your Monday off and something that can almost blow up your week. But if you're, if you're hurting with pitching, his pitching's flying, like literally getting shot down, like flies flying into a fly trap. It's actually kind of sad. So let's just hope, you know, if you're in that situation, then I'm, this may be a call you want to make and just kind of risk it to get the biscuit. Cause if a Eduardo shows up, he could get you some pretty good numbers. Just know he's not going to get the win. All right, let's move up here move on here and talk about a closer here that I've we've talked about in the past and I told you last time I talked about him hey he might be the guy getting the, getting the saves and uh it looks like I was right AJ Puck um he's collected his third save on the year he um two back to back I might add on the 17th and 18th he was trusted in the ninth to go and scoop up the the save against San Francisco both nights so Puck, we all know what kind of talent he was when he was getting ready to get called up and just been an injury-prone, flanges guy, out the butt, where he just couldn't stay on the field. Now he's in the bullpen, and I feel like he's going to be successful. The guy has good stuff. And you know what? We just can't trust him to go past, him, past an inning. So, hey, put him, put him, put him in the closer role, and, and this is what happens. So I think that he is, for the foreseeable future, um, if he decides, you know, I'm a flanges or, you know, Go okay, like I'm gonna start doing what I doing some stupid things. He's got the job essentially, in my opinion. And if they're trusting him back to back days to go out there in the ninth and get that safe, there's there's no other sign telling me that AJ Buck does not have the job. Yeah, we absolutely love uh, the big six foot seven lefty, Mister Puck. Uh, you know, he, he came over in that uh, Oakland deal in the offseason. And, they, you know, Miami seemed super, you know, hyped to get him. They were saying a lot of good things. And A.J. Puck did get a little closer, you know, experience last year with Oakland. He had four saves. Uh, he pitched in 62 games, a 3-1-2 ERA, 66 innings, 76 Ks, and a 1-1-4 whip. So as Matt mentioned, while he's out there and he's not hurt, you know, he's a very, very dominant 
And I think he could run away with this closers role. Once again, as my brother said, as long as he stays on that field, um, you know, he's going to be very good. And on the season, he's pitched eight innings. He got one win, three saves. 8Ks, 113 RA, and a 088 whip. He is 51% owned, so that ownership percentage is creeping up a little bit there. Uh, he's available in about half of the Yahoo leagues out there. So if he's out there on the waiver wire, you need a closer, I would snag him up before you know it's uh, too late. But let's move on. We're going over from the pitchers to the hitters now. And let's talk about one of our uh, former New York buddies there. That's Mr. Joey Gallo. And he's officially back from that. I believe it was an intercostal injury there. And, you know, he's back and he's doing his Joey Gallo thing. In his first game back, he went two for five with a bomb ski. And on the season, it looks, you know, those numbers are looking pretty good there in Minnesota so far. You know, he gets out of the limelight of New York and L.A. And he just goes over to boring little Minnesota where nobody's paying attention to him. And in eight games for Joey Gallo this season, he has five runs, seven hits, a double, four bombs, ten RBIs. And he's batting 304 with a 123 OPS. So he looks absolutely stellar so far. And I, I truly think he's worth an ad because even if he the batting average drops, which it's going to, if Joey Gallo can just hit 250, he'll put up 40 bombs. The RBIs will be there because there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of sneaky talent in that Minnesota lineup. And I, I truly think he's worth the ad. He's 30% owned on Yahoo. Outfielders a tough position. I know some outfielders uh, have gone down recently too. Uh, snag Joey Gallo. He's actually probably probably my favorite hitting ad that we're going to talk about today. Yeah, and I mean, also too, he's a beneficiary of the of the um, shift being uh, shift rules because he's one of those people that hit it into the shift about what like sixty per seventy percent of the time. So you know, we might see that a influx. Lot. Yeah, we might see that influx in that um in that batting average where he might hit two fifty. And I mean, he's hitting what four hundred on the year at the moment. No, 365. 304. Wow, way off. I was right. Okay, 365. 400 for the week. Um, So, you know, I think that Gallo may be turning the corner just in fantasy value, not maybe his talent, just because now the rules work in his favor. So Gallo just has no problem putting the bat to the ball. It's just, you know, fly fly ball out king, fly ball king. So, you know, let's see what happens now that he's able to put the ball to the bat and it can actually drop. Um. But so definitely, definitely keep an eye out on Gallo. But let's move on to Mr. Andrew McCutcheon. You know, Mr. Grandpa, Mr. You know, I'm going to get you a walker on your way to the call. But, you know, he's he's still killing it out there. Funniest part is, though, this is a ride the wave kind of situation, right? Because he's gotten about 90% of his stats this week. Okay. This week, in the last week, he has six runs, three home runs, six ribbies, and batting 296. On the season... He has 10, 10 runs, four bombs, nine nine ribbies, three stolen bases, batting 310. So this just tells me that, you know, he's hot right now and he's doing his thing in Pittsburgh. Um, so, you know, he's just trying to, you know, probably live out his probably final year with in baseball, most likely, and retire where he started. Um, but just do his thing and kind of have one last hurrah. So just ride it out until it dies, essentially. That's Andrew McCutcheon. Yeah, real quick before I uh, dive into my Andrew McCutcheon take. I'm really excited here by our new partner and sponsor of today's episode. That is the mobile game, Ultimate Baseball GM. Have you ever dreamed of becoming an MLB GM and managing your own professional baseball franchise? Well, if so, your dream has officially come true. Manage every strategic aspect of your team, play through a season, and lead your team to glory. 
In this game, you're responsible for hiring the right coaching staff and managing team finances, scouting and drafting players, and also managing those difficult personalities, navigating your way through the fr- oh, navigating your franchise through free agency and all the ups and downs of a season. Ultimate Baseball GM is completely free and playable without Wi-Fi, so play on the go as you want, when you want. I've been absolutely hooked on this game since I've downloaded it. You can compete against your friends like Matt and I have been doing, and you and your friends should definitely do the same. Locked on Fantasy Baseball show listeners get a free 100% boost to their franchise when using the promo code Locked On in the game store. So make sure to check it out. To download the game, just visit probaseballgm.com, scan the code, or you can just look it up in the app store. Once again, that's probaseballgm.com. Start your dynasty today. So let's get back into it, and I'll give my uh, quick little Andrew McCutcheon take here. Now, the thing is, is it seems like when this guy throws on that uh, Pirates jersey, he just turns into uh, back into Superman again and uh, just goes ahead and gets it done. Matt read you off those season numbers. Do I think that they stay there? Absolutely not. But don't forget, McCutcheon's a career 277 hitter. I've seen guys do it at the end of their careers, like David Ortiz just have, you know, kind of a bounce back monster season right at the end before they head out. And I think McCutcheon can do it. I think he could hit 275. I think he could, he could hit you, you know, 20 plus homers. Don't forget, in 2021, as a 34 year old, he did hit 27 bombs with 80 RBIs and 78 runs. I, I think he could do that. He's already got three steals on the year, so with the bigger bases, maybe he gets up to 10 steals. So you're talking about a guy that could have 25 bombs with 10 steals hitting 270, and the runs and RBIs might not be super shabby. I, I think he's worth the pickup. He's I think he's right there with Gallo. McCutcheon's 44% owned on Yahoo, available in a good amount of leagues. Uh, give him the chance. I definitely think he's worth the chance. If Guess what? Worst-case scenario, he doesn't pan out. You drop him, you know, drop him like it's hot. And you move on to the next hot hand. But uh, let's move on to our next guy. This is somebody that I was super hype about uh, last year. And, uh, you know, he didn't really pan out because he didn't get to play too much. But that's Estuary Ruiz. You know, Ruiz goes over to Oakland. And, you know, he's going to get the chance to play every single day now. And, and he's been doing it. He's been, you know, he's been out there. He's hitting 300. He's got seven runs, eight RBIs. He's got five steals. I'm I, I'm actually like what he does. The guy could honestly steal 50, 60 bases. He he really could do it. He totally he he that's something that's in his arsenal. He's been hitting leadoff for the past four games in a row. I think they like him at that leadoff position, it looks like. Because the batting average might not stick. He might be closer to a 270 hitter, but the steals is are real. And if you need a big boost to your steals, and especially an outfielder, grab Estoray Ruiz. I think the kids, you know, he's going to be good. He's going to be good, and he might be the new Mr. Steal Your Girl behind uh, our boy John Birdie there. Yeah, absolutely. I love Ruiz. If you remember, if we want to watch back on that episode where, we, you know, walk, put, put a guy on your watch list, this is one of those people that, you know, Bing, bing, bing. You definitely wanted to add because he's, he's performing right now. And I really do like what he's doing. And I really thought that I really knew that this wasn't the his story would happen over the last season. I think they were just trying to tout him to get him to move around and put him in a trade to go get Juan Soto and then move him again to the ace somehow in shape or form. So Ruiz is definitely moving uh, moving up my uh, my priority list in terms of who I'm adding. Um, Ruiz is going to be great this year, but let's move on here. Somebody that, you know, is in a position. He's 42% owned on Yahoo. I I don't know if I mentioned that or not, but 42% owned on Yahoo for Mr. Ruiz. All right, let's move on to Mr. Jorge Soler. 
Um, he's actually doing pretty good, 22% owned. Um, over the last week, he already has two runs, a home run, two ribs, and betting 429, and this is Thursday night when we're recording. So, you know, this is not including tomorrow's – well, he's not playing today, so tomorrow will show off a little bit. But, I mean, guy, the, the guy's doing it good. And in, in the last two weeks, he has five runs, two bonds, four ribs, betting 273. I mean, you know, this is great. You know, batting average off the waiver wire is key. That's one of my sayings. You'll start hearing me say it more as we get into the later into the season when all the early guys have popped and they're off the waivers. Um, so Lara is going to have plenty of opportunity to get the at-bats and and probably going to get a little opportunity with Jazz. So, you know, things are going to be good. So I really like Solaire at this point, especially with outfield being so hurt for the guys that have hurt Stanton's and and everybody else. You know, it's he's a nice ad at least to buy you some time until like Stanton or somebody comes back. Yeah, Matt, you did pretty good there with Solaire. I'm just going to chime in and say this, Matt, as you would say, he he's kind of a flanges guy. You know, and if you guys aren't familiar with flanges, just uh, it's a little term that you know Matt came up with, and it's kind of stuck about an injury prone guy. You know, uh, hence uh, Alberto Mondesi or a Byron Buxton type. And Mr. Solaire has that long career of not playing too much. But let's talk about when he was good. In 2019, I know it was the bouncy ball, but he hit 48 home runs. He had 265, 117 RBIs. Oh, excuse me. Okay, I got his knees covered on. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, excuse me. Excuse me. But um, as I was saying, Solaire, monster 2019. 2020, you know, he, he was all right. He had eight bombs and, you know, he had 228. But then in 2021, came back again, 149 games, 27 bombs, 70 RBIs. He had 223, which isn't great, but the power was there. Last year, you know, the Mr. Flanges back spasms, uh, pelvis inflammation, just a whole bunch of crap that, you know, that held him out. So, you know, Soler has almost 30 home run power. You know, the runs in RBIs might not be great on that Miami team, but, you know, he's a career 242 hitter. So he could hit around 240 with 30 bombs, uh, maybe 70 RBIs, maybe 60 runs, 65 runs. It's not going to hurt you at the end of the day. And once again, if you're in one of those deeper leagues, Jorge Soler is only 22% owned. So you can go out there and get him for free 99 and almost every single lead if you need a little bit of power. Because he really hasn't even really started showing too, too much power. He does have five bombs. But once again, 30-plus homer upside off the waiver wire right now, I think that's definitely something you could, uh, you know, at least give him the chance there until he gets hurt. But uh, we got one more guy for you here, and that's um, one of my personal boys. We might have talked to him about him a little bit on the show before, and that's uh, Edward Julian of the Minnesota Twins. He got the call a little while ago, and he hasn't been fantastic so far. He's been all right. Seven games, 22 at-bats, four runs, five hits, two of those are home runs, three RBIs, no steals on the board for him yet, and he's only hitting 227. This is a little bit more of a preemptive ad, right? Because let's talk about last year with Bobby Witt and um, Julio Rodriguez and even Vinny Pasquantino, the Italian breakfast. They all started off slow. They all didn't come out like a house on fire and just absolutely dominate. It took them a little bit of time to adjust to big league pitching. And it looks like Julian is is slowly doing his thing. Goes on April 19th, he did go 3 for 4 with two runs, a home run, two RBIs, and he's been hitting near the top of that lineup more often than not. He's hit lead off three times. He uh today as a recording, he hit third, he hit fifth on April 9th. 
so he's a guy that's going to be near the top of that lineup. They're getting Gallo back. Correa is starting to pick it up a little bit. Who knows, Royce Lewis might be returning in a month or two. So there's a lot of upside there for that Minnesota team. He plays second base, which is a tough position to fill. Once again, that's Edward Julian of the Minnesota Twins, 10% owned on Yahoo. He's definitely at least worth a little, little chance. Yeah, I mean, what's the worst that happens? I mean, second base is kind of short, you know, and – Milwaukee's just moving and grooving right now, so I'm kind of all about it. So, you know, check out Edward Julian. What's the worst that happens? You drop him in like a week is what it is. Dom, take it away, bro. Yes, sir. And I did want to throw out there, if you stuck around this long, you probably even know this right now. Uh, Max Scherzer gets that little uh, 10-game suspension after the whole uh, sticky stuff fiasco. He swore on his kids that it wasn't anything but rosin and sweat. But who knows that? Who knows what was going on out there? I will say this: the umpire Phil Cuzzy that threw him out has had the only three pitchers thrown out since the you know rules been implemented. So maybe Phil Cuzzy just has a you know he's a little bit stricter than most of these umpires out there. But with that being said, guys, that is all for today. Please be sure to like, subscribe, comment, rate, and review. Check out our website if you already haven't. Have some information about us, access to all of our episodes. We're going to try and keep up with, you know, maybe writing some articles and, you know, posting our waiver wire ads for the, you know, weeks on there. And, you know, thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. That goes for our everydayers and it goes for all of our new listeners. We truly appreciate you all equally. And if, you know, you're a fan of us, we're a fan of you. And, guys, that is all until Monday where we'll be doing a sort of studs, studs and duds a week weekend recap, you know, weekly recap type of ordeal. So, guys, until then, see you. Peace.